Why are we all here tonight? <laughs> Why did the format of the <laughs> Why did the format of the show change? Uh, well, last night at eleven o'clock, Matt Biotovich. If I knew this was going to be the show, I'd have had you on, buddy. You and I had this conversation last night. Welcome to the MJF special edition of Off the Record. The Maxwell Jacob Freeman edition of Off the Record. Joining us tonight, our wrestling correspondent, Jeremy J. JJ, welcome hey. aboard, buddy. <laughs> I've got a title now. Wow. Hey, you appear one more time. We're just going to make you an associate producer. Here we go now. And of course, over to the right, the co-host in his scarf, looking fine, Howie J. Cheney. I wish I had a ring to show you, but I don't have no ring. (laughs) Dynamite, diamond ring. Hold on. Y'all talk amongst yourselves. Well, while Randall goes gets a prop or something, the reason that we are talking about this tonight is going to be AEW wrestling, and it's going to be all about the MJF. Yeah, there yeah, it is. I saw I saw you post a, a picture of that ring. I'm, I'm pretty upset because I ain't got one. There you go. But tonight nice. it's the Dixie Dynamite ring. If I'd have known that, right, I would have got my son's state championship ring. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, this is one of the better fakes I've ever found. It even got the top that comes off and shows you where the home runs are at. Nice. Straight from China. Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Now, folks, let's let's set this back a little bit. Pay-per-view over the weekend. Uh, so let's tell it from the side that we heard it all. So Saturday was the fans meet and greet to – what, what was this one? Double or nothing, Howie? Uh, yes, double or nothing, fan fest. Yes, so in Vegas, word gets out Mark Madden, former WCW announcer, is the one that's really leading the charge. And he texts all over the nation that basically MJF has disappeared. Correct me if I'm wrong. AEW has tried to find him. He's in a, a hotel gambling, and they have offered money back to people for the fan fest. Is this correct? That's what I've heard. All right. Let's go around the room. What was your first reaction, Jeremy J., the wrestling correspondent, the man of the hour, the tower of the power, too sweet <laughs> to be sour? Jeremy Johnson. Uh, you know, a work. That's first thing I thought, uh, a deep work. And the reason I say that is I can remember before most people even heard about in MJL. It's probably been three or four years ago. He, he was on the Stone Cold podcast, not Broken Skull, but he had his own uh, yep. Stone Cold Unleashed. And listen, I thought they were going to get an altercation. Uh, and I thought it was legit. Uh, he's that much of a heel. He's that much of, of you know, he's into it. And I just, I really believe maybe that it's a work, it's possibly a shoot slash work. Um, but that's what I thought. All right. So, so you're already thinking Saturday when it comes out, Possible work, Howie. What was your original uh, thoughts? I thought uh, I, I thought it was a shoot. To be honest, uh, if you hear a lot of the podcast in the past about some of the meet and greets and all this other stuff, by him making kids cry because he wouldn't <laughs> sign something, or basically, you know, just tell them how ugly they were, or you know, just different things like that. I wouldn't put it past the guy. I mean, he's he's one of the best talkers in wrestling today. And, you know, he deserves to be paid. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So y'all are getting way ahead of us, but we're going to come up to you. 
So, Tony Khan does offer a refund to all those who are upset that MJF is not there. Uh, did either one of y'all hear of anybody actually taking the refund? Because because everybody else was there, right? No. Okay. Um, uh, Samoa Joe wasn't there. He got conflict because he had something else going on, so he wasn't there. But as far as I know, everyone else was. Okay. Did you hear if anybody, Jeremy or, or, or Howie, did you hear of anyone asking for a refund or asking for their money back at any point? No, I didn't. I, no, I didn't either. Um, I'm sure there was. But I don't. I didn't hear anything. Didn't see any anything written or any type of report. All right. So yeah, because I, I would say it would be at least three digits to be able to have a meet and greet with him. I mean, that's you know, a yeah. hundred bucks I heard at least. Number one hundred and fifty dollars is what I heard. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's for yeah, that's no deal. But for somebody like me, I got to get get that fifty back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, don't don't. <laughs> I don't want no substitute now. Don't don't bring any substitute out there. If I paid to meet MJF, I don't want to meet. Uh, I don't know. My mind went blank. But you don't uh, want to meet uh, Max Caster from the acclaimed. Or... I'd be afraid he'd rat. He cut a promo route promo on me or something. <laughs> So, so you're saying if you paid 150 bucks, it better be MJL instead of Sunny Kiss. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. On let, I want the one of the top tier talents, right? If I paid that right. amount of money, uh, you know, I I gotta have it. <laughs> I mean, you throw Danhausen in there, I might I might meet Dan Danhausen. I'd be I'd be into that. <laughs> All right, so it goes. It goes to then Sunday in the pay-per-view. And it came out Sunday, again, Mark Madden tweeting, a few other people. They didn't know if MJF was showing up for the pay-per-view. Did did you did, did both of you hear this, that Tony Khan is upset with him, going to suspend him? I heard suspend. It won't be on TV for a while after the pay-per-view. But... There was some question whether he'd be at the pay-per-view, but he shows up at the pay-per-view, the first match, which I think is interesting too, to mm -hmm. the story, and is destroyed by Wardlow to the point he is carted out of the ring, which went unexplained the next night or Wednesday night on, on Dynamite, but he's on a stretcher, carted out, 10 power bombs. And I'm thinking at that point, Jeremy, I think he's being punished for what he's done. Well, I, it, no, not really. Uh, because watching the build up to this, I mean, look, let's just be quite honest. Everybody wants to see him get his ass kicked. <laughs> I mean, That's the reason he's so great. And, and right. And so the fact that, I, I mean, you know, they build him Wardlow, he's the power bomb master, if you will. And you had to believe he's going to get five to ten of them, period. I mean, you just had to know he's going to he's going to finally get his. So I really didn't, I didn't think about it like that. I do think it's interesting that the match was first, which they typically, even with Dynamites, they like to start pretty hot, you know, with a with a good match. Uh, but that, that is a little odd. Um, there that it was first. I would almost say that that should have been the main event, <laughs> to be honest with you. Howie, um, when you were watching it, what did you think? You know, I'll, I'll be honest. I bought the event to watch it, and I debated all day whether or not to buy it because I had read where he had purchased a plane ticket to get out that night. Mm -hmm to keep from having to do the show, possibly a red eye the next morning to get out. Uh, I bought the pay-per-view with like 10 minutes to go. 
because I wanted to know for sure. If it wasn't going to be on it, that's the only match I really wanted to see. Right. And I paid the money to watch it. And when I found out it was on, it was the first match, I purchased it. And, uh, you know, it didn't surprise me by it turning out the way it did because you know that they weren't going to let Warlow walk from AEW, period, you know. Mm-mm. So, uh, but what did surprise me that it was the first match, and I did hear today, which is hearsay, that it was supposed to went on right before the main event, but it got changed. So that's why the Jurassic 12, 50-man tag yeah. team match, whatever they call it, was on right before the main event. But, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, you know, it turned out the way I thought it should have. But like, like mm-hmm. Randy said, I'm surprised that nothing was mentioned about the stretcher last night. Yeah. At AEW. I'm going to play a little clip. This is only 30 seconds, so Tony Khan, don't sue me. <laughs> I just want y'all to hear some of this. So, uh, I got to get it up. Because it was epic power bombs. It wasn't just, I mean, it was like, yeah. Um, here we go. I'm going to play it. It's on YouTube, so I'm hoping I'm safe. (laughs) We're at four, and you can hear his body just thudding. And what? Every one of them, the crowd was like, "Ow, oh, yeah!" And he took ten of them, JJ. All the good stuff. Yeah, he took For ten real. of them. Yeah. So they moved the match. At this point, I'm thinking MJF's fired. I'm thinking this is a, a work. I'm thinking he's done. And then uh, credit to Brian Alvarez, uh, he started putting tweets out there saying, "Y'all, this may be a shoot." This, this, this may be, they may be doing business here. Is the best part of wrestling actually when they get the mainstream media, which they've had mainstream coverage? It, that's the best part of wrestling, Jeremy. Howie, yeah. Howie, go first on this one. It's the best part. They've got the whole world confused. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, when, when I first heard about it uh, Sunday, I got to thinking, is this another Austin McMahon type uh, employee yeah. against uh, the boss type deal? And, you know, and it still could be. I don't know uh, what I don't like about it and what what the difference between today and uh, 20 years ago was the social media is kind of killing it by people putting out there, hey, it's a work, it's a shoot or whatever. I like the discussion, but don't put the reasoning why you know that it is or isn't. Uh, you know, that's that's to me, that's what kind of has killed wrestling is social media by everybody putting everything out there. And, yeah. and if this is true, Jeremy, this is one time that, and, and I'm not sure, I, I would like to think in my head, and we'll go through the theories behind this in a little bit. <laughs> I would like to think in my head, uh, very few people actually know what's happening. Yeah. Really small, and, and yeah, it, all this speculation, uh, all of the things that happened, right? There's, there's, there's probably only how he held up three fingers. That's probably the case, you know. You know, it depends. You know, and if MJF is talking to a lot of people around the locker room, or if he's doing this, that, or the other, that's one thing. Or if Tony's talking, but you know, the the part that you know, the part that makes wrestling cool or with what really makes it interesting is is some of this. Well, I don't know. You know, guy gets hurt. Well, I don't know if that – was that real, you know, uh, or not. Uh, sometimes that that's the that's to me right now because we all know when I was a kid, you know, you thought it was real. They broke mm-hmm. Dusty's leg. Man, I hate, I hate the horseman. How dare they break Dusty's leg? 
you know, you thought it, there was a there was a big part of me that believed it, and so my great grandparents too. By the way, I've heard stories about that. But and my granddaddy uh, would swing a cane like he was next, like he was getting in the ring. Right. So right now we know, we all know. Hey, we know it's not real. It's you know, but can can it be realistic enough to make you wonder? Can you get, get I'm wondering. Is it you know? So is this situation real? Is he really that angry? Because I mean, he called him a, you know, effing mark. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, is he really that angry, or is this all, you know, is this fake? Are they is this K fake? You know, is it, you know, it, it, I, I love it. I think it's awesome. Uh, I would say now, we're three intelligent guys. We're we know wrestling. <laughs> I was in the business for a while. We don't know. I, I cannot. Mm -hmm. I I have an opinion. I have a strong opinion that this is a work, but there's also a part of me that goes, and it has to do with the fact that, you know, TBS is in a merger. Tony Khan could be looking for another markets for his TV. And we just don't know about it. They, they, there's obviously trying to get eyes on the product, but everything Maxwell J Freeman said, MJF said, is stuff we have said between each other. How he spoke the truth from a fan's perspective. Yeah, it's like I told Jeremy earlier today, and I may have yeah. even told you this. He he is the envy of nearly every person in the world by being able to just go out and tell your yeah. boss what you think. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's hey, right. this, you know, basically, what's the old saying? Takes his job and shove it. He basically said that last night. All right, got okay. Can I throw something in right here? Yes, sir. So That's the reason you're the wrestling the, correspondent. The first, the first time, <laughs> I feel privileged. The first time this came up earlier, uh, late last week, you start seeing little this and that. There was speculation because he was trained by Brian Myers. He was trained by uh, Buck, I think, and there was a. There was a WWE connection and all that. And, you know, the people that are speculating that he's going to WWE, here's 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 one thing. Would he make more money? Yes, probably would. But do you think for one minute that MJF would be allowed to say and to do some of the things that he's done in AEW? It I've thought about this too. Um, and, and I thought about it a lot, by the way, I just a little background. We've had a group text going about this subject today, just because we've done nothing but talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> it, if you sign uh, I'll go back to, um, uh, MWL wrestling with, uh, MJF, him and Hammerstone had a group called down there together and they were great. And I'm surprised they haven't brought Alexander Hammerstone up with MJF to AEW, but he stayed in the uh, Major League Wrestling, and he's actually their world champion. But this MJF you have in AEW is the same MJF you had in MLW. If you sign him in the WWE and make him anything other than who he is, right. you, you're wasting the greatest talent of this generation. I, I do not use this lightly. There's wrestlers I like. We all know I used to mark for Cody until he took off to the <laughs> WWF. I, I mark, I'm really, really excited about seeing Kazunze Okada at the World's Collide. I've talked about Okada with Howie since... Mm -hmm. I've talked about Akata probably more to Howie in the last five years than any wrestler in the world. Super excited to see Akata. None of those guys put as good of in-ring skills, as good of mic skills, and as good of psychology together as MJW. MF, MJF. <laughs> I've still got Major League Wrestling on my mind. Yeah, no, None of them does it. Do, do, or am I wrong? How I, I, I agree with Jeremy. Is what he's saying. What he said: If MJF goes to WWE, they're going to try to change him. They will change his name. They will change everything that he says. 
because everybody knows that WWE is a scripted show. Well, just and this weekend, they changed the ring. Uh, what's her name? Ava Rain or something? Simone Johnson, The Rock's daughter. If they're changing The Rock's yep. daughter's name, they're going to change MJF's name. Yeah, they're they're going to try to tone him down, and they'll make him look like a fool when he gets there because he can't be the person he truly is. Well, they, there was comments made about he'd just be another Miz, which, let's just be honest, Miz has had a pretty dang good career. Miz has made, made a lot the of money deal in the WWE. And yeah, I, I I've always thought he's been under he's been underused, underutilized in that role because the guy can go. He's, he's a good talent. He's great on the mic, and I, I just I, I you know I can't blame a young guy for if he if there's opportunity there to make more money. I can't blame him for being upset. Uh, if these guys that are coming in later making more money, but here's the thing, he signed the con- no he signed a contract, dude. Uh, wait till your contract's up. You've got leverage now. Pay the man, but yeah, wait till your uh, you know wait wait your contracts up. Uh, then you've got plenty of leverage. You can negotiate, and because he, no he's doubt. money, he's money. There's uh, no doubt that. The well, CM Punk's making more money than anybody. We'll, but I do not doubt either that the people that have came in, like Miro and Aleister Black, I, I would bet they're making more money than MJF right now. Well, it- I've, I've been in this position, and, I, and I'm speaking for y'all too. Y'all probably been in a position, been at a job doing something, and they bring somebody else in and pay them more. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and so we know what he's going like. This is why I said he's the envy of nearly everybody in the world because of the fact of he spoke his piece to his boss last night. <laughs> it was All awesome. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna put something out before we get started here. Listen, we we all are men uh, that don't use foul language, and we might say a occasional one that, that slip out. I I'm probably the worst. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't condone it, but I think it's important to this show that we hear this interview. Though uh, I'm going to try to catch the one reference that I really can't stand, which mm-hmm. is the GD reference. Uh, I'm going to let the rest of them fly as he said them. Uh, the F-bombs are bleeped at the end of it because that's part of the video. I didn't do that. But I'll try to catch a couple of the worst of ones of them. But y'all... This is it in its entirety, not issued by AEW, but not brought down by AEW. Some website with like 500 followers has this posted. Here we go. I got maybe you have to play the ad first. Yeah, well, give me five seconds and I'll get. I, I, I should have played. I should have played the ad before I made my whole. <laughs> Here you go. Losing the war, though. All right, first important point. Right there, he removes he removes the Bobray scar. He does not refer to himself as MJF. He brings it to a very personal level. I thought this set the tone for the interview. Yep. All right. Any comment? No, I agree with you. I I didn't think about it last night when I was while I was watching, but hearing it again and what it based and when you said that, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's that's that's right. Here we go. <laughs> Big merger, boss. A lot of important executives here tonight to watch your product. Would be a real shame if something bad happened. Uh, a merger going on between the network now. I wouldn't want to embarrass you, man. Speaking of embarrassing, you've been trying to sit down with me to have 
at this point, the crowd is totally eating him alive. The shut the up mm-hmm. is chanting in the background. He, no one is on his side. But that's going to flip here in a fat minute. Here's why. When this company first started, it was all friends wrestling. Everybody was handed a ticket. Except for me. See, I had to write my own. And boy, do I have good penmanship. Because I created moment after moment after moment for this company. And I still get no respect. How so, your reaction was priceless just then. What were you thinking? You know, you see all these guys in the WWE and even some in the AEW giving these promos. They're quote unquote screaming, but they're not doing it with emotion. You you can tell a difference between an ad lib and doing it with emotion. He's doing it with emotion. He is speaking from the heart. One hundred percent. Go ahead, Jeremy. No, that was so good when he when he when he mentioned writing his own ticket, and it, and you know that's one thing to say that, but then he throws in, "Boy, do I have good penmanship, man! That's so <laughs> man, that's so good. I swear, it's so good, man." He is he is wow it with every top star in the company. Wow, here we go. <sighs> to his age he is so young we forget how young he is and i think there's a reference there to the fact that cody's left we haven't seen kenny obega in months and really he's been along with hangman most storylines have evolved around mjf right now it's a good promo it's not great but it's about to get great come to his side and was cheering him at this point but he can't let that alone he's got to he's got to still be maxwell jacob freeman I thought that was one of the better lines of the whole thing. Because I don't pretend to watch New Japan. Because I don't dump. Because I don't 
dump my opponents on their head? Because I'm not. I think to dump the opponents on your head is a straight shot at Samoa Joe, who famously dumped Tyson Kidd on his head, and he's been paralyzed and unable to wrestle since. The what is it? Bucks and at the Bucks. How could I possibly be the best? Well, newsflash, I am the best. I'm the best in the world. Because I'm the only guy who makes you feel. And unlike all those boys, I don't got to do a bunch of bullshit to get you there. Uh, I, have, I have to pause there. He just basically took the stars. And if did anybody notice the shot at CM Punk? I am the best in the world. I just now realized that he that that's a punk shot. At this point, Jeremy, it's gone from good to great. Well, I here's what I thought. And and as he goes on, look, he's that's Ric Flair right there, dude. That that to me, that's that's some of those passionate Ric Flair. I'm like, dude, when he tells the guy to shut up, I mean, we're getting to it, but I just kind of it, it went up, it went up several notches. Right uh, it's there. about and, right, yes. And, and you could feel it in the crowd. I said I was sitting there watching it live, and I'm like, oh my gosh! So I was watching it on my phone, and I literally started out by laying on. I lay. I don't watch a whole lot of TV because I, Dish Networks allows me to stream it, and my phone's in 4K, and it's, and I just lay in bed and watch it, and. I was laying in bed on my side with my phone here, and by the time he finished, I was standing, <laughs> standing, standing beside my bed with my phone right here, just like I was almost like a Booker T going, you know. So, right. so wait a minute, right there, isn't that what good wrestling is about, though? 100%. It made it made you get up. It made that crowd go wild. They were going nuts. I marked out. I marked out. We're about five minutes into it. There's a couple minutes. I hope I catch this, GD. If I don't, everybody just be patient. Hang Can I bring up a point real quick? Yes. Whether it's a work or a shoot, how bad is this going to affect the locker room by him making all those comments? Mm. There is two ways to look at that. That is, and I, I think All Elite's been um, – if this is a work, it's okay. If this is a shoot, I wouldn't want to be MJF in that locker room. I really, I, I don't want, I don't want Lance Boyd hearing this and going, "You're talking about me." I mean, seriously, he may MJF, legit need Wardlow. Yeah, yeah. Yes. MJF might can be in a, in a fake fight. MJF beat up any of them. Uh, in a real fight, I worry about his health. Uh, right. And Paul Wright, and and Mark Henry, and here we go. Generational talent, and you people consistently take me for granted. But it's not just you; it's the big man in the back too. Here's something you guys can't take for granted. Something he doesn't want you to know. Do you guys know who the second biggest minute-for-minute draw is in this entire company? Nope. You wish. It's me. It's me. And if you don't believe me, do me a favor. Ask that boy Tony in the back. See what he's got to say. But whatever you do, don't ask him to reach into his pockets and pay the man who's been busting his ass for him. All right, we're going to edit that little piece out. Uh, it's one of the better pieces, but I, I, I don't want to air it. Here we go. He's basically said Tony Khan won't reach in his pocket and pay him. Listen, listen to the crowd. Well, the only position you should be assuming is behind the guardrail. 
until 2024, but you don't listen to me. So allow me to make it a little bit easier for you. Tony, I want you to fire me. Tony, don't tell me down, you piece of shit. Shut your mouth. There it is. Look at me, Tony. Look at me. I want you to fire me. You The mic goes dead at this point. Guys, I'm just going to say this. Whatever your opinion of what just happened is, we've already said it. I ranked it in the top five. I think <laughs> all of us ranked it in the top five. And, and if I was going to put them in order right now, it wouldn't be fifth. After hearing that, that may be one of the two best pro rows I've ever heard. Jeremy, what – I mean, my stomach. My stomach is upset right now. My skin, as you can see it, I've got goosebumps on my arms right now. That's pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes it great, man. And you don't get that. There's good things that happen. There's things that go. Oh man, that's kind of neat, or that's cool. That was dang good. That would'll go down. You know, that'll be one of those. 20 years from now, people will be pulling up going, man, listen to this guy. And the, and the weird part about it is he could still, he could be still be wrestling. <laughs> you know, if he's 40, Easily. he could be 46 years old. And, you know, he, that Howie and I were talking about this. We were texting back and forth. You know, you don't see MJF wrestle a lot. Uh, no. You don't see, he's not week in and week out. And he, he may he be, be. So his, his, uh, bump card as they say you know it's he's not gonna he's not gonna fill it up there if he keeps that rate because the guy can talk man like he said he didn't have to do that he didn't have to do any of that stuff to get people i mean uh he, he may have lost a he may have lost a year on that bump card after all those power bombs last sunday but now, there's still true. a lot left <laughs> yeah it's true hmm. could be worse he could have got slammed on the steps or something so uh, but man, that was so good. Golly, bum! That has to be Randall. I'm with you. It's top five. It's got to be one or two. I, 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 I told y'all. I told y'all too today that it, it was the best I've ever saw. And you know, it, it goes down to the fact of if you take the old NWA Flair, Dusty, and all that, if you played that to a wrestling fan and played this with MJF to a wrestling fan, they would think it was back in the eighties. They would never yes. thought it's in the twenties, you know, 2020s. The best compliment I can give this promo is if this was mid Atlantic championship wrestling in 1987, that promo would have fit in. Yeah. yeah. So go ahead, was, Jeremy. Now and it would have been legit if he'd said that, but I wanted I wanted to hear him say Tony Schiavone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was. You know, so I, I was at a I was at a uh, I think it was a WCW Thunder when Flair was in the ring making cutting a promo, and the guy that was holding the camera on the floor had a guy standing beside him, kind of like producing or whatever, and he was telling Flair to do this, and he looked at that, and Flair looked at that guy and said. I'll shut up when I get ready to shut up, not when you tell me to. And it reminded me back to then when MJF told that guy, you know, hey, leave me alone. Don't wrap we, me up. We, we danced all around it, but I'm going to tell you out here, I'm going to hear a non-constraint, non-WWE version of Rowdy Roddy Piper. To me, that is a Piper. I, I am... Piper was so good at playing the vilified villain. Mm -hmm. I'm the villain, but it's not my fault. You made me this way. And, and I heard a lot of that in, in, in that. I heard a lot of, you know, what I came away with is he dusted the truth and said, hey, I come and I entertain you all and I give everything and you love me. But when it comes down to really supporting me, you don't have my back. And that's for the fans. It's true. It, it's a very true thing. I hated it. I still hate it. 
I, yeah. I hate him more than anybody there. But that's his job, and I should appreciate how good he is. And I it's do. almost <laughs> like he's saying that to, to the fans. You know, and I wonder if there's not some of that. I am very good at my job, but yet I remember the outrage when he was put cleanly over Jericho a, a few months or maybe a year or two ago. Do you all do y'all sense some of that? Like you didn't think I was good enough to get a win over Jericho, or you didn't think I was good enough to main event this, or you didn't think I was good enough. And here I've proved you all wrong. And and yet you're fickle. Mm-hmm. And and Tony Khan won't pay me, and none of you support me, no matter how much entertainment I gave you. Oh, here he got the goosebumps again. Right there, boys. So what was your favorite part of it, Jeremy? Uh you know, when he when he talked about, you know, the WWE guys, I mean that was that got a the crowd went. You you heard the crowd. Uh, the you crowd know. not happy with I, I take it me as a big AEW fan, Jeremy. Are are you happy with all that? I, I, I'm tired of the WWE guys. There's some mm. that I want to see, but don't it's became is it becoming more about XWWE guys? Well, there's a lot of them. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with the use. They don't have it. They have a big enough roster that they could have. You know, I know we got a three-hour Raw, a two-hour SmackDown, and an NXT for WWE. They got a big enough roster. I know they've got an hour pre-tape rampage. They, they've got enough of a roster, they could have five hours worth of programming or more every week. And you would not see the same. You could have different storylines. It's not that. I, all the guys that have come in, I like them. I, I like, hey, look, I love Johnny Elite. I've always loved John Morrison. Now, he's going to be a jobber. I mean, he he's, he's going to be doing what he's always done. But I, they just, they don't get... I, I like all those guys. I think it adds value to the whole product. So I can't I, just take all those guys away right now. And, and where would where would AEW be? So you you, you yes definitely MJL. Uh, you still got the Young Bucks. I can't stand them. I'm 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 I've got the same opinion Jim Cornette when it comes to Young Bucks. I can't stand them. Uh, you know they bring a lot to the table. They bring a lot to the table. I don't get tired of it. Now, now if it continues, yes. Oh, uh, they they brought on guys I don't think they should have brought on. I, Tony Nice, why why are you even signing him? I, good looking, good looking guy, but they're not using him. Tony, Nace. Keith Lee, what you brought Keith Lee in here to to be a part of a tag team, I, and it's it's you know so so. Uh, some of those guys, you know, Buddy, uh, the guy with the guys, Buddy Matthews. He, I mean, great guy. That don't, you know. I I think they should have left uh, Malachi Black by himself. They're not really doing anything with this. Oh, uh, I don't know. There. Let me. I got a question me, for y'all. Go ahead. Could AEW turn old real quick by bringing in all the WWE wrestlers? Could. Let me let me throw a unique what I think the WWE guys have done. Early on, we had a group of young stars coming, and a uh, MJF, Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one more that uh, Hangman, and I feel like the WWE guys kind of these guys were on the verge of being the stars. But I feel like they all took a step back when the WWE guys showed up. And, and you, 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 you're not at the top of the card where I thought you were going to be. You're now the top of the card. Let's, let's face it was one of those guys, Adam page, but it was get CM Punk. Uh, the, and seven, the FTR being on the, the show, we had the Hardys. Well, I'll be honest with you. I love Matt and Jeff, but I'd rather see uh, FTR. Yeah. Um, we had, and FTR is an ex-WWE, but you're not, 
they're not as associated with the WWE. I mean, some of those guys left the WWE for freedom, you know? Um, I think, I think the, the roster is complete and now they're struggling with managing the roster. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, there's too much talent there. In the early beginning, they only had a, a little bit of talent. You had to make the most of it. You had Jericho, you had Moxley, you had Omega, you had Paige, you had the Bucks. Uh, even, and you've seen that them decline a little bit, the best friends and Orange Cassidy, they're not in the same role they were a year and a half ago. Hey, Darby Allen. Hey, I mean, I thought, man, this guy, and and it seems like now he's he's sort of they put him in that what seventy five man tag team last night. You know, it was just a hodgepodge of people. Um, I, 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 if, if they don't control him, he's going to be out of wrestling in five years. He won't guys, be able to walk. Yeah. Oof. Oof. When Darby <laughs> Allen wrestled CM Punk, that's what I want to see, Jeremy. I want to see, I want to see these young kids work with these veterans, but I don't want to see. I don't want to see a replay of WWE ten years ago. I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see the Hardy Boys uh, versus. There's to, to me the Hardy Christian. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we saw the same match. It was the same match with the young bucks, you know? So all right, back to MJF. And we got about 10 minutes. I want to ask you all a couple questions. A couple things that I I I wanted to get your both opinions on. After an hour, 50 minutes of us talking. We've heard it all. Is it work, shoot, or both? Jeremy, start with you, buddy. It's it's both. I, I think it's both from the staff. I think the, the his what he said is legit. I, I do too. And I think behind the scenes, and like we said, there's three people probably that know, or like how we said, there's only a handful of people that really know what's going on. But I think they're using that as a to their advantage instead of, you know, hey, look, there's an opportunity right here. This would be great while we're trying to work this out. Um, that's That's kind of where I think it may not work out. And but I, I again I don't see where he goes. I think he's his money is right there to stay I, right I there. Too. And I think if you're Tony Khan, you need to pay the guy. Uh, but because I don't think he's going to be let loose like he is. WWE would be the only other place that I think he could make the money that he'll make in AEW. And they're not going to give him – they're not going to – he's going to be on a short leash, and he's going to be told, you can't say this, you can't do this, here's the script. It may change five minutes before we go on air. I I just I just don't see it, man. He needs to stay there and make money. As great as Piper was, how many times did WWE fire him? <laughs> All right, Howie. Man, you've been in this since day one. I, I got the same question for you, and then I'm going to ask it a little different. Did MJF speak from the heart and the frustration of him and some of the AEW originals that's been passed over? It's like JR says, it's either cash or creative. And I agree with what Jeremy said. I think it's both a work and a shoot. And the reason I say that is what you brought up earlier about the media big wigs from Warner being there last night. Yeah. AEW is probably getting a lot of heat from them saying, hey, the numbers have got to be better. And what a better way to bring in more viewership than come up with something just like this. I think he spoke from the heart because of what the AEW people say, you know, the, the, talent has gone through just like i said earlier we've all went been at a job that we've been overlooked at and new people have been brought in and the job's been given to them 
And I think that the AEW originals feel the same way. And I feel like that may be one of the reasons that Cody, I know you're not going to like this, Randy, but I think this is one of the reasons that Cody went to the WWE was because he knew what the WWE people was making when they came into AEW, and he wanted that type of money, and Tony just wouldn't come across it. I, I agree, and I also, I, I've been thinking about Cody a lot, and I think there's some Cody, now backstage, Cody mentored MJF. That's been in the public for a long time. The line about uh, you're fickled and you act like your opinions are always your opinions, but it's not. You change them from week to week. Think about Cody's career in AEW. The hero to – he was booed unmercifully mm-hmm. the last six months he was in there. And, and, and nobody, not even me, who's one of the biggest Rhodes fans in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't even think his brother – They've asked him about it, can put his finger on it. The only thing that people can come up with was people didn't like Brandy. And and that's true. People don't like Brandy. But, I mean, Cody went from over, over, over to hate it, Jeremy. Yeah, he did. And and Howie and I, you know, we went to a live event, and he went to the burning table, burning his back up, killing himself. And people were not he, – he spoke after that. You know, he, he cut a short promo or whatever. And I I didn't really like him myself. I never was a big – a huge Dusty fan. But I, I'm not going to lie. You know, he said in an interview the main reason he left was the title. And what he did, he put himself out of the title picture because of him being an executive, because he didn't want to give the impression that he was, as Dusty was always accused, he booked himself. And rightly so. Right. And that's what I didn't like about Dusty. He always wanted to insert himself. And that's somewhat what I felt about Cody, Uh, even though he's trying to stay away from the titles because he doesn't want to. You know, anybody new came in, guess who they wrestled? They wrestled Cody. They wrestled he Cody the first. He, he made the statement that he did he, not want to be the gatekeeper of AEW. Yeah. So, and I and I know you're not a WWE guy, and I don't watch a lot of it. But I'm not going to lie. I like this WWE, Cody. I like it a lot. I don't know if you, you guys seen the, the, the Hell in a Cell poster. and I, I'm buying it, man. I really am. Um. Everybody so, in Las Vegas saw the poster because they had that truck going around the <laughs> AEW arena. <laughs> Boy, that's cool. Man, Vince so, sitting somewhere going, let me, tell you, <laughs> let, let me tell you the part about Cody I can't. Here's my issue with Cody, and then we'll wrap this up. And, and I've never told anybody this, and I am um, the ultimate Dusty fan. Even though Dusty treated me when I was working for WCW, and I've told Howie this, Dusty treated me like crap. And then it was years later, I realized this dude is main event and booking the show. I got it. You know, I figured out what mm-hmm. he was about. So um, Cody to me was the guy who made all elite. It was from his head. The first tweet about all elite wrestling was, I bet you, you can't get a bunch of independent guys and fill up a 10,000 seat arena. And Cody said, I'll take that bet. Cody mm-hmm. left the WWE and kind of led the charge. And, you know, there was there was an underground movement of Kenny Omega, the Bucks. But Kenny Omega never comes back from Japan if it's not for All Elite. He's happy over there. He's a superstar over there. The Bucks, they, they've got a good thing going. They're making two or 300000 a year probably. Cody really was, I think, the cream that started the – the pot that caused AEW to happen. And for mm-hmm. him to leave, to me, it was like, you were unhappy in the WWE. You came up and used up all these resources to create the AEW. You said all these horrible things. You really took Triple H to task. <laughs> and now you say Triple H, your idol. 
it just feels like he completely flopped to me. And that it's hard for me to go, okay, now Cody, yeah. you flopped and I'm going to flop back with you. I'm, I'm kind of, there's enough of the truth that it doesn't taste well for me. How about uh, do y'all see what I'm talking about? Or is it just me being a Mark? <laughs> uh, we what all are. We are. We all are. Now, I don't know, Howie, if you got any, well, you're going to reply there. I don't want to interrupt. Go ahead, Howie. I know you. No, no, go ahead. No, I I understand what you're saying about you know 100. percent I I do too. But with all us being in the age of analysis right now, everything, (laughs) everybody's analyzing, you know, politics, uh, me, you know, all the. I look at certain point. I just want to watch and enjoy it. You know what? I want I want to watch Cody come up out of the floor and smoke love it i love it i want to hear that music play and you know what he's a great wrestler and so i just try to you know what put him in a good feud with somebody put him with rollins which is great uh you know and and all this hey look mjf you know what he deserves probably deserves the money if he's there i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna hate him and and you know uh, if he leaves, I'll you know somebody else will be there. I'll find something else just to just to, just to be entertained, man. You I, know, just I'd, I'd be lying to say that I won't be there when they put the world title on Cody because that whole storyline with Dusty. I mean that that is that is it, cool. it did get to me. So, how and are, you know it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, how are you got any final words? Jeremy, I'll come back for your final words, too. I'm the Howie Chaney. I'm better than you, and you know it. (laughs) The co-host. You're going to be asking me for extra money soon. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Love it, Jeremy. All I want to say is if we come back, if I'm over on here again and Howie's got a Burberry scarf on... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be. Uh, uh, now, you know, I just, I, I, whatever it is, whatever it turns out to be, it's dang good. Uh, I do wonder. Rise up. They, look, those Falcons helmets that you showed today, that's it. That's it right that's there, real. man. That's going to be a subject at some point. I, I hate the Falcons. <laughs> I don't hate them. But I just swore them off after they blew a twenty-five point lead in the Super Bowl. But back to the MJF, uh, it's it's dang good, and it just bothers me that it seems like the Wardlow deal is put behind. I think they could have carried that on for a while. Uh, that yeah, concerns me. That makes me wonder if this is really, you know, if this is really it. But uh, dang, good stuff. I'm gonna enjoy it while it's there. Absolutely. For <laughs> oh my god, I, I can't even say it. For he's better than us, and we know it. Howie Chaney. Next weekend, I will be here on Off the Record Randall with our buddy Tyler Van. And if he says he's Tyler. better than Tyler Van, I think Tyler Coach Tyler will come over and pop him. <laughs> Tyler Van. Cut my music. Cut my music. <laughs> Jeremy, uh, have you started getting ready for football season and five football yet? Or are you uh uh not not yet. Uh we they had a Jamboree game, uh played uh actually played uh gosh, Sacks for a half. Uh, beat Sacks, which that Sacks is the team that put them out of the playoffs last year in the quarterfinals. Uh, play Cusa Christian for a half. I think they won both halves. Uh, ha- I didn't get to go watch. We're we're st- we'll start preparing here when you know probably about August, uh, maybe sure. late plug, July. Plug your broad- broadcast just a minute. Give, give us all the details of it. Where are you at? Well, and- well uh, I, I'm working with uh, Fun ninety two seven out of Arab, Alabama. Um, and it's the Red Devil Radio Network. 
uh, Arab Nights football gets the, the FM broadcast on Friday nights unless uh-huh. they're not playing. However, uh, we do uh, – you can, you can stream it live on Facebook. That's Red Devil Radio Show. You can also uh, catch the replay on Saturday mornings on Fun 92.7. Adam Ward, I don't know if you know Adam. Uh, he's a great play-by-play guy. Adam's fantastic, and last year was my first year to work with those guys. Adam is, is fantastic, and Greg Mears is a Fife alumni, been around a long time. He's got a he's a good uh, analyst for football. Uh, he's got some great one-liners, man. <laughs> we would throw some in there during those some of those blowout games. But uh, looking forward to uh, to another season. Hopefully, we're a little more successful than last year. Uh, it's not every day that you say your season was a little bit of a disappointment and you lost in the quarterfinals of the state. Uh, yeah, but when you're at five, that's the case. Uh, so, uh, great team. I'm looking forward to it. I had a blast last year, and I'm like learning on the job. By the way, we we were learning. Uh, Greg and I both were learning. Uh, so, hopefully, be better next. I think we were rolling at the latter part of last year and doing pretty good. Kind of like announcing the uh, doing the PA announcements, <laughs> Howie. I think it took took us all season, and by the last game of the season, man, we were rolling pretty good. Uh, but yeah, and and then it's of course Howie will be with Coach Van in the Coach Van show that we'll have weekly on here. Sweet. And then I will, I will be with Coach Van. I'm gonna I'm gonna do double duty this year. I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna call Sequatchie County's games. Coach Van's gonna download me a copy of their game. And then we're going to do a post-game show with him on Sunday or Monday night where we review the game, the Sylvania game. So, so I'm going to, I'm, I don't know how this is going to work out, but we're going to try to do it. So Tyler Van's a great guy. Oh, he, I love Coach Van. Actually went to school with both of his parents. Uh, I'm old enough to be his dad. Uh, but, yeah, he's a great kid. He done a fantastic job at Sylvania. I, I believe they're going to. If he sticks around, I think you're going to see Sylvania can year in year out be uh, be pretty strong contender for sure. Well, we'll probably get that old grumpy guy from down at Fife on here at least for an hour before the slow starts. <laughs> we had him last year. He refused to do the stream. We just had to put him on audio. Yeah, but, uh, well, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that he refused to do the stream. He's just not technically. Able to do that. Right. He, well, I didn't want to say that because I want him back this so, year. But you, you're talking, you know, you're talking old school football coach, buddy, and uh, you know he's he's one of uh he's a rare breed now for sure. But hey, Jeremy, I'm gonna give you the best line of the night. I'm giving him a hard time about he's got a tight end that signed with UAB. You know, he threw the ball to him 20 times in three years. Yeah, and he gets done, and he looks he he looks he, he kind of pauses and he goes Randall what's the what's the object of football I go coach score touchdown he goes well he scored 15 in those 20 throws we had so and I think I've done a good job managing him and I don't know I don't know if you've ever laid eyes on the kid uh legit athlete and he's got the size he's got the speed for that that position and he's got the athletic ability and I think from what I'm hearing, I don't know that he'll start this year as a redshirt freshman, uh, but he's going to get significant playing time. And I fully expect him – He's going because UAB's offensive scheme, they use two tight ends a lot. He's going to be on the field yeah. uh, bar an injury. And then I will throw in also uh, walk-on Ike Rowell, who was uh, – quarterback that state championship year year before last he walked on at uab he's probably four 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 five speed kids grown a little bit and i think he's done some good stuff down there uh as a walk-on and i think he may earn he may earn that scholarship that's for huge. sure that's what we all yeah. that's what we all do this for good kids too good yeah kids. you know you talk about coach van He's willing to put up with me and Howie every week for an hour. He's oh, man. Pretty, he's pretty bright. He ain't – so far, 
we we've been doing something with him for about the last six seven months yeah and we ain't threw nothing at him that he won't try to do so that's yeah. uh and next week if you get on here you can hear about the sylvania football camp coming up got young ones in the area get them out yeah. let, let, let them work with the coaches let them work with some people at the next level i know coach benefield does a camp too you gotta you gotta get your kids in these camps that's where they learn but we can talk high school football for three or four hours, but yeah, all I've yeah. got to say is Howie's better than you and I. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know it. <laughs> I already know it. <laughs> for Randall Cunningham, for wrestling correspondent of River City Media, Jeremy Johnson. He just got the job tonight, y'all. It's official. We're going to get him the title. When am I getting a check? It's <laughs> in the mail. Ever. We've got one sponsor, but he don't pay us enough for us to get by with it. There so, be tens of tens of people see this. I want my money. Hey, <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, actually, if we hire you, you've got to send us a check to help pay for our access. So. <laughs> I love it. Howie Chaney, I'm Randall Cunningham, and we're off the record.